Welcome to the second episode of the Youth Against Prejudice Heroes podcast. I'm Senora Moore, Executive Director of Youth Against Prejudice. This week's guest is Egypt Ufele. She's an inspirational 16-year-old who shows how determination helps young people overcome prejudice and become an example for people of all ages. She was terribly bullied in school because of her weight, which was caused by a medical condition. Instead of being defeated by her mistreatment, she turned to fashion by creating her own inclusive clothing line. Started when she was just 14 years old, Egypt's Chub Line clothing lets people of all ages look good and feel confident. She made such an impact that she debuted her collection at New York Fashion Week, the youngest person to do so. Egypt has also continued to work as an anti-bullying activist. She's spoken in schools on issues of bullying and recently started her own Egypt's Bully-Free World Foundation dedicated to ending psychological and emotional bullying. She's a designer, an author, an activist, and we're happy she's here to share her story. You do a lot of different things. I mean, you yeah. are a very busy young lady, and, and can you tell us a little bit about started you on this path with your bullying experience and, and how it led to your developing your own fashion line? Yeah, so I'm a 16-year-old fashion designer and anti-bullying activist, and it all started from when I was in the first and second grade. I experienced bullying when I was in school. And I didn't want anybody else to feel like that, so I started a company where I could go around to different schools and talk about the effects that bullying have on other people and, like, some of the warning signs. And it led on to me doing a fashion line because I was also, like, a former model, and I saw how hard it was for everybody to be included because, like, some designers would, like, reject certain models just because of how they looked. I think that a lot of kids, when they get bullied, that they don't, they want to just sort of ignore that it happened and they don't want to face that horrible experience. And yet somehow you were able to say that you wanted to help other people and you wanted to to make sure that it didn't happen to somebody else. And why do you think that you were able to sort of move past the pain and be able to, to think about helping others? Well, I've always been a very, like, a very considerate person. I always think about, like, what everybody else is doing, and I've always been, like, very positive. So whenever, like, whenever it came to somebody bullying me, I was just like, well, it needs to be acknowledged. I don't want anybody else to feel like they're not seeing with their situation. Well, I, I mean, I think that's just so commendable. So you started a foundation called Egypt's Fully Free World. Yes. Can you can you talk a little bit about what that's about? Well, it's a foundation that I'm creating where I can I'm gonna be traveling around the world and helping a lot of girls my age and like different people around my age or even older or younger. Where it'll like bring funding to like for some girls to go back to school or for them to just get like the necessities that they need in order to like get their education and just like funding for anything else that they need depending on the situation. That's great. And so this is something that have you connected with other young people that experience bullying? How are you developing the foundation? How are you deciding what to do? It's kind of like we take requests on, like, what people need in every each area. Some people will, like, try to reach out or will have, like, a contact in that area. And they'll be like, well, this area needs this, this, and that. Mm-hmm. Because it's not supplied enough, so then we'll take the steps so that they can get what they need. That's fantastic. You started your clothing line. It was kind of 
directly as a result of being bullied? Is that how it came to be? Well, I had always enjoyed designing. Like, it was always kind of a thing where I would use it as a comforting tool. Mm-hmm. When I decided to make the fashion line, it was just kind of like something where it would like branch out to show like how I turned my feelings into clothing. You had a debut at New York Fashion Week. It all started when I got interviewed on New York One, which really like kind of stemmed my, my reputation. Mm-hmm. And it caused me to like branch out even further with my fashion line with like doing like actual shows and I did New York Fashion Week, and that's really where it really hit it off because I was so young. Yeah, you were the you, you were the youngest person to ever debut, right? Yeah. That must, that, how, what was that experience like for you? It was a little hectic because it was kind of like my first big fashion show, and then like on top of that, I'm like the youngest one there. It was like a lot going on, but I made it. That's fantastic. And did you did you get help from? somebody that's an experienced fashion designer or is this something you just did it all on your own? Well, my grandma has been, well, they didn't really call it designers back then. They just called it like a tailor kind of thing. Mm. Been, she was the neighborhood tailor where she would make my, my mom and her brothers. She would make all their clothes by herself, like all their outfits that they had were like matching and they all had the same outfit. It was more of like a thing where it was like she just taught me and I picked it up and I just kind of put my own spin onto it. Hmm. Do you do a collection every season or once a year? Um, I actually haven't been designing a lot since the pandemic started because there's like not that many fashion shows and even when there are shows it's like you don't really want to take a chance. Sure. So before that it was more of like a thing where I would like go into different kinds of styles of fashion like ready to wear and then I did couture, ball gowns kind of thing. Wow. It really depended on which one. I felt like branching toward at the time. And it's so much work. I, I have a, a friend of mine, Austin Scarlett, who's a designer, and I, I and he he was on Project One Way. And I, I just know that even doing just one line, one type of fashion is challenging. But for you to do ready to wear and couture and all that, just so that's so involved. Where would your clothes be sold? Were they sold in stores, or was it did people have to individually order them, custom made, or how how did it work? So all my designs are custom made, and it was more of like made to order kind of thing. Like if they saw it on the runway. Mm-hmm. And if it, then I could just like make it in their size or I could like it would be people reaching out for like custom things that they need for like weddings mm-hmm. it, like it really depended on like how they got I see I see and I understand that you that you made custom dolls and you call them personality dolls and you use those to raise money for the foundation so can you explain to me how it works well somebody will like send me in a picture that they want me to like replicate the doll after mm-hmm. and then my mom and I will go find the doll that, like, best matches them. And basically, I just make the outfit that they have on in the picture. It's, like, the closest thing I'm gonna, I was getting to during the pandemic to, like, a fashion show. Because, like, there is no way for me to really go out to a show safely. How can somebody order a personality doll? Well, they would just reach out to me on any of my social media outlets and just let me know or, like, even email me. Or is it through your website? Can they contact you through your website? Um, my website has, like, most of my contact information on there. What is your website? My website is chubbyline.com, which is C-H-U-B-I-I-L-I-N-E.com. 
chubbyline.com, and that's probably the, the best way for somebody to reach you. And yeah. What is some advice that you have for somebody who's being bullied? I would just tell them to not let the bad words get to them. It's more about how you feel about yourself. If you feel like the things are actually getting to you, you have to actually sit there and like say, like, are these things actually true or are they just saying that because they want to hurt my feelings? Because that's what I did and that's how it, like, I got there. Most important of all is to tell someone instead of just keeping it inside and that's like it's not happening. So in other words, you, you suggest that they, they talk to their parents or somebody at school about it? Somebody that you feel comfortable with. Somebody else was interested in becoming an activist like you are. What advice would you give them? You can start by just gathering, like, a group of people who have, like, the same vision as you. Basically, like, getting your name out there, like, word of mouth is, like, the easiest way to, you know, spread the message. So if you feel like, if you feel like the best way to do that is, like, social media or, like, even going out to different events and talking about what you do would highly suggest to do that. You have given anti-bullying presentations at school. Yes. And how, how long have you been doing Since it? I started the company, I had started doing a lot of, I feel like the peak of me doing a lot of my uh, workshops and the presentations started when I was about 10, 10 or 11, and then I just started doing them like a lot more and more often. And have you been able to do anything remotely uh, via yeah. Zoom? Yeah, I've definitely done a lot of things where it was just via Zoom and it's kind of like I just talk about the thing and it's a lot more organized because people could like electronically raise their hand or protect the questions in the question box and stuff. Mm-hmm. You've been able to sort of use technology to still continue to do your presentations and get your message out. Yeah. Oh, that's great. How do you balance everything? How do you balance being an anti-bullying activist, being a fashion designer, and just being a young person going to school? How, how do you manage your, your schedule? I like to plan my week every week. It's more of like, because now like, I have like a regular job, so it's like I know that my manager will schedule me for certain days. Then I know that I go to school. But like my school schedule is pretty consistent. So mm-hmm. it's like, it's kind of like I'll just plan around those days. And I know that some of my friends work too, so it's like now. Because when I was younger, it was a little harder to balance it because, like, my friends didn't have jobs and stuff. So it was kind of like they would make plans, and then I'll be like, I can't come. But now it's more of like a thing where it's like we all we, we all are, like, kind of busy. So, like, whenever we have time, like, we'll have the time. You have a, a regular job? Can I ask what you do? Oh, I'm just a part-time self-associate at Jamie. Oh. oh, okay. I just want, I wanted to, like, see what it was, like, you know, have, like, a regular job. Because I didn't want to, like, just only be exposed to, like, entrepreneurship. And mm-hmm. that's it. Like, I wanted to branch out and see, like, if that was something that I was, like, like to do as well. How have you in- like the experience so far? Oh, I like it a lot. I feel like I've met a, a lot of nice people at my job. Like we're all kind of, we all kind of have like the same interests when it comes to same things. Oh, that's great. So do you think at some point you would like to have your own retail establishment, sell your clothes or something like that? Maybe. That only time will tell. Mm-hmm. From what I saw, I know that it's a lot of work to have like your own like, more of like a retail kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But I feel like it would be manageable. I see. What are your goals moving forward with school and also with your foundation? Where do you see yourself in five years? Next year, I'll be graduating. 
So it's more of like I'm planning to go to school for nursing. I want to be an aesthetic nurse. Oh, okay. So more of like a, I'm just focusing on school at that point. What attracts you to nursing? Why is that something that you are interested in? Um, well, specifically aesthetic nursing because I like the whole... I, yeah, I'm sorry. I'm not familiar with the term aesthetic nursing. What's it? What's oh, aesthetic? It's like the nurses that work plastic, plastic surgery places. Okay. And you can open your own private practice with, like, the same things that estheticians do. Oh, I see. And so you've, you've given this some thought, and, and that's the career that you want to move into? Yeah, because I've always been very, like, interested with, like, beauty and stuff. Mm-hmm. Sure, I guess that goes hand in hand with fashion. That makes sense. You're going to graduate high school next year, and then you want to go into nursing school. Yeah. Are you going to continue to have your foundation? Yeah, of course. But I, I feel like the foundation will definitely be ongoing. It'll be something that I'm always going to be passionate about. Wow, so great! That, I mean, you know what you want to do, and you're working towards it. And I imagine that you have the support of your family have they been supportive of your whole process yes of course they've been supportive the whole way around is that support has that enabled you to kind of move forward with doing your foundation and pursuing your other goals yeah because it's more of like a thing where if i like bring them idea we'll all think about it and see how it how it affects like everybody in the house and stuff. It's more like a thing where like they kind of just offer you their support off the back. Oh, that's great. It's fortunate to have Porter's family and to have a support system that sure yeah. certainly makes it a lot easier. But for somebody that doesn't have that support system, what sort of advice do you have for them if they are bullied and they don't necessarily have somebody that they feel comfortable talking to? I would really say to just like go to the closest authority figure that you have in your life mm-hmm. like if teacher or principal anybody because like anything that you say like really saves you in your life and others life as well making that first step reaching out to that first person is there anything else that you want to promote you could definitely reach out to me on my instagram which is at bully chasers b-u-l-l-y-c-h-a-s-e-r-s and also my website is a different way to reach out to me um, with, and my website is chubbyline.com C-H-U-B-I-I-L-I-N-E dot com. Thank you, Egypt. We're sure that you're going to have a successful nursing career along with your continued efforts to fight bullying. For more information about Egypt's Bully Free World Foundation, visit Egypt's Bully Free World Foundation LLC dot com. Please subscribe and join us every week wherever you listen to podcasts for new episodes of the Youth Against Prejudice Heroes podcast. To learn more about Youth Against Prejudice, visit youthagainstprejudice.org and follow our social media. I'm Tamira Moore, Executive Director of Youth Against Prejudice. Tune in again for more inspirational stories about young people.